Miss Abigail Wilder was not supposed to use her magic in front of the tea ladies. Never use your magic in front of the ton, her father had told her. Once you do, they'll never let you rest. You'll be doing useless magic tricks until you're old and grey. Eighteen-year-old Abigail greatly suspected that the tea ladies were exactly the sort of nobility her father had warned her about. Once every month, the tea ladies met in her Aunt Vanessa's sitting room for tea. Ostensibly, the ladies were there at Aunt Vanessa's invitation in order to discuss the charity she intended to set up, but in practice, they rarely did much other than take their tea and gossip about the rest of the beau monde. Often, in fact, their conversations turned to the subject of Abigail's father, Lord Elias Wilder, England's court magician, sometimes known as the Lord Saucier. Won't you tell us at least a little bit of what your husband is up to, my Lady Saucier? Lady Mulgrew asked. She was a thin, pinched-looking woman with a high, reedy voice. Abigail sometimes thought she looked a bit like a horse. Lady Mulgrew had been a tea lady for months now, ever since Aunt Vanessa had started their meetings. As one of the few ladies who had donated any real money so far, Lady Mulgrew carried herself with a certain air of importance, enjoying Vanessa's increased attentions. She always sat in a spot of honour at tea, just next to Vanessa herself. Abigail's mother, Lady Theodora Wilder, did not respond immediately to the query. In fact, she continued sipping at her tea for a long while, as though she hadn't heard the question at all. Abigail knew that her mother had heard the question, despite her lack of reaction. She was simply thinking through the implications, trying very hard to formulate an appropriate response. Lady Theodora Wilder had only half a soul, which skewed her social acumen somewhat. Long silences never bothered Dora in the way that they bothered most other people, and since Dora's first instincts always suggested that she should be utterly honest and forthright, she often required those long silences in order to engineer a more appropriate diplomatic reply. Lady Mulgrew blinked over her tea, I'm not certain if you heard me, my lady sorcerer, she observed very slowly, as though she were talking to a deaf woman. I said, oh yes, I did hear you, Dora assured Lady Mulgrew. She set her teacup down on the table in front of her, buying herself further time to think. Dora turned her mismatched green and grey eyes upon Lady Mulgrew, considering her gravely. I know much of my husband's business, Dora said finally, but I do my best to keep it to myself. It is his duty to protect England from black magic, and from worse sometimes. One never knows when a stray word might have unintended consequences. This was not, of course, what Lady Mulgrew wished to hear. She leaned forward in her seat of honour. But surely, she insisted, nothing terrible could come of sharing some small news of interest with us. We are hardly the sort of people from which the Lord Saucier must protect England. 
Abigail snorted into her teacup. Dora shot her daughter a sideways look, and though Dora rarely showed emotion on her face as other people did, Abigail knew that they were sharing the same thought. Lord Elias Wilder often implied that the aristocracy were worse than any black magicians. Aunt Vanessa probably had the best of intentions, asking Abigail and her mother to tea. Abigail was herself the product of good charity, as anyone could surely tell. For though Lord Elias Wilder called Abigail his daughter, and though he had loaned her his surname, he was truly just fostering her as his ward. And while Lady Theodora Wilder had dressed Abigail in creamy muslin and done up her hair with a green taffeta ribbon, Abigail's skin was still covered in old pockmarks, and her blonde hair was lank and straw-like.